Also, next week is going to be a little. It will be a little bit difficult to have Chabur next week. Yeah, yeah it's Rosh Hashanah. It's Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> that, that, that's a valid. It's a valid excuse. Thank you. Valid. Appreciate it. But we'll see. We're going to try. What we'll try to do at the end, end, end is we'll uh, we'll see how we can turn Rosh Hashanah into a into a vote of bitachon. So therefore, we'll have a a chabur next week, even though we're not having the chabur. Okay. Anyway, so we'll just just it might be shorter than usual, but I wanted to start off. I wanted to, as I like to do, I got uh, a few uh, nachas nachas calls, texts about certain situations that people went through. And through their work in Bitochon, they were, they were changed. So I'll just tell you two, two Meissen that came to me last week. It's good to hear because you might also experience them and not even know that it's actually Bitochon. So one guy, uh, he texts me that, very simple Meissen, he was building his parents' sukkah and he started multiple weeks. It was already, I guess, a month early. He wanted to get a head start. It was a new sukkah, he said, and he wanted to make sure that it was done appropriately. <clears throat> and... Smartly enough that he started early, the box was the wrong box, missing pieces, wrong pieces, a very frustrating, of course, situation. And he tells me that although in years past he knows himself, he would have become very upset, frustrated, bothered, heated, etc., etc., etc. He said, if it's meant, when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Whenever Kodesh Baruch wants it to be built, it'll be built. He said the whole thing changed. He's, and he says it's because he thinks it's from his Avodah Sabitachon that he's working on. This is the best. If you get that in your head, in your head space, in your mind space, that everything is for the best mamish from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So then when these situations happen, your reaction has, you've changed your reactive you know, positions. Yeah. A different channel. Different channel. It's a better, happier. It's, you save so much energy and time. Another guy tells me that his, um, that his daughter, unfortunately, got into an accident. I think she's okay. I think everybody's okay. But she got into an accident. He had to go down and then and the car and the insurance and the cops and the whole thing. He said also, what usually would have rattled him, nothing. Just did what he had to do. This is exactly what I need to do right now. So the Kaddish Baruch wants. This is what I'm going to do right now. And he was just telling me. He said, you want to give me a nachas call? It's nachas call for me. That's not me. It's nachas call for him that... That there are people who are taking this to heart and they are truly trusting and it's changing the way they, they live. Day-to-day, these are day-to-day things. I mean, not really, but there are smaller ones also that happen day-to-day that we can also change. Okay. So with that, let's continue. <clears throat> Page 142. So... We'll just, I'll just, let's just start reading from the English 141 just to jump in. I think we were in the middle of this paragraph. We stopped. So let's just start 141. I'll just read, I'll read straight. He says on the right side, since the masses are foolish in their honoring of the wealthy. Right, this is what we're discussing right now. Since the masses are foolish in their honoring of the wealthy, thinking that the latter are deserving of their honor. Right, people who are wealthy, they deserve honor. Money equals power. Money equals honor. And people are buying into that. And because of that, the Creator adds to their foolishness, they're already being foolish in the way they're perceiving money equals honor. So the Creator adds to their foolishness when it comes to the pursuit of their desires. And throughout their lifetimes, they need to overindulge in strenuous work in order to obtain their wealth. Because part of their wealth is covered based They're looking for covered. Because that's what they honor. 
right? They honor honor, and therefore, of course, they also want honor, and honor comes with money. So therefore, they have to stress, and they have to work hard, put in a lot of hours to continue pumping in funds to their honor, you know, fund. That's what we're going to call it. It's going to become a new mutual fund, you know? The, the honor fund. You have to put in a lot of hours. You're selling yourself. Usually mutual funds, right? It's, 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 one, it's a lot of different stocks with everyone, within one portfolio. I don't even know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But there's no dividends. There. There's no dividends. It's only, it's only pain. Now, dividends are pain, stress, anxiety, because you're, you're, you're just off. They thereby, page 142, they thereby, and this is what happens, this is the foolishness. Because they started honoring money and these people, so now they're, they're off the straight path of thinking. They neglect their obligation the Creator has imposed upon them. They miss out on their actualization of life. Because instead of doing the job and going into the ishtadlis that they should have gone into based on their characteristics, and instead of being able to at work, being able to withstand the tests or the opportunities of growth, as we like to say, not tests, but the opportunities that a Kaddish Baruch throws at a person, that he should be able to grow, and that's the whole point of the Shtalas, he can't make the right decisions because he's just looking, he's got to grab, he's got to get the money because the whole, he's there for the honor. Again, his whole reason of going to work is totally off. Instead of going for Vodas Hashem, he's going, he's going for honor. So everything is going to be off. Every decision he makes is going to be about how can I get honor? Is this a hit on my honor? The whole thing, the whole program is going the wrong way. So that's where we, I think, ended last week. They also, what else, what other foolishness does a person get into with this crooked way of thinking, unfortunately? They also neglect to thank God for his goodness that he gives them. They forget Hoda 101, Moda'ani. They forget the whole thing. That a Kodesh Baruch Hu, you okay? That everything comes from a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and you're obligated to thank Him. And it's not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs your thanks. You need your thanks. Because that's called HaKadosh Atov. Right? The Amkus of Hoda. Everybody says, thank you, thank you, thank you. The Amkus of Hoda is not just the Hoda. The Hoda is usually from the lips out. But the Panemius of Hoda is called Hakaras Hatov. Right? Why are you thanking this person? Well, because they gave me, so I'm thanking them. So that means it, it went into my head. They gave me something. I, I know that. I understand that. And then it came, came out, comes out my mouth. Right? Hakaras Hatov is when the thing that you receive goes into your head. This person gave me something. It goes into my heart. Wow. I really needed this. That's such a nice thing that that person did for me. You're makir the tov. You can sit on it. You appreciate it. You, you enjoy it. It sits. Remember we discussed, I think we discussed about chewing its cud. A Jew chews the cud. Hakar Sadov is chewing the cud. I mean, you got something in, you feel it, you thank, you feel it more, you let it resonate, and then it comes out of your mouth a hoda. That's a whole different way, a whole different experience. People, you can, you can have money, we can have stuff, families, gashmias, ruchnis, we can have all this stuff, but never get to the level where we are appreciating and besimcha with what we have. We know we have it. We, we know we have it. Baruch Hashem. Money in the bank. We have a family that we go home to. We have all the stuff. So in our head it's there. And, and a person could say, Hodu Lashem Kitov Kilim And we do. Modani Lefanecha Melech 
But if that's, if that's our entire experience with what we have, we're actually missing 90% of the potential simcha and the enjoyment of what a Baruch gives us because we, have, we didn't let it go down to our heart. We don't appreciate We don't sit on it. It's like, like with Gashim. It comes, in, it comes in and it goes out. It comes in and goes out. We can't, we can't take in to our system what a Baruch gives us in such a fast way but to let it settle and think about what, a, what we have. Right? But this person who's only getting money for honor, it's a very shallow, superficial, materialistic type of relationship with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. He's going to even forget to thank a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Whereas the Balbi Tachan, he appreciates every dollar he makes because he truly believes every dollar he makes comes from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. From a Kaddish Baruch Hu's love, for me, this is what I need, this is what he decided for me. It's a whole program, it's a whole process. And there's an, a big, deeper appreciation. And then you enjoy that which you have much more. The person who's just pumping in the money because he wants the honor, the honor, the honor, he's really not getting out of what he receives as much as the person who just, even if he gets, has less money, but he sits and he appreciates and he's simple. To me, miss some shittas. So we, we can miss out on, on, on the appreciation of life with this crooked way of thinking. And we'll forget to thank a Kaddish Baruch for his goodness that he gives them. Were they to do so, if a person would be involved with the obligations of his life that a Kaddish Baruch wants him to be involved with, and if he would thank a Kaddish Baruch very simple, they would be without a doubt far more successful in obtaining their desires. For two reasons. Number one, their desires would probably be a lot less. Right? A lot of the desires of people are just way too much. They're, they're inquenchable. You can't, you can't give a person enough money if it's based on honor. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants this person to get what he receives because if a person's in the world of thanking Kaddish Baruch Hu, and a person's in the world of fulfilling his obligations, he's in the world of Bitochem, then everything you get is what you, de- it's, you're gonna, whatever you desire is what you get, whatever you get is what you desire because it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I desire what a Kaddish Baruch Hu gives me. Right? And if you always have what you, you always have what you have. A lot of people don't have what they have. Because they always want more than that they have. What if your desires are just not, how to say this the right way, fulfilled yet, so to speak? Like you, you have kids, but you want them to have education, want them to get married. That hasn't been fulfilled yet, but that is a desire of yours, right? But that's not wrong to desire that. It's, it's not necessarily wrong, but if you don't do it with bitachon, it's going to be painful. Right? Without bitachon, then there's no simcha and there's no fulfillment until that thing that I want exactly comes to fruition. So that, and what happens if that doesn't happen? But with bitachon, as hard as it is, bitachon is, I have a desire, but I'm surrendering my desires to you, Kodesh Baruch. I'm human. I have desires. Who doesn't want for their kids? Who doesn't want for their... But I also believe and trust, Kodesh Baruch, that you want it also, and you will decide how it goes down. And until that happens, I'm going to live happily as much as I can. We're humans. It's not easy, but this is, this is the avodah of Bitachon, that I trust that you also have, this is your best interest, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And whatever it's supposed to be, will be. And I will live as calmly as possible and besimcha as possible until this happens. I will still do my ashtadlis. I'll do whatever ashtadlis I need to do. But this is... This is there's no issue with having desires as long as it, it's, it's on the path of the top and the understanding that 
Yeah, we discussed this, if you remember, when we went into the Bitochon Amaisa, we could bring it back. It's a sandwich. Amuna, the Rebbe Hashem runs the world, everything's from him. I'm also part of your world, the Kodesh Baruch, and, and you gave me desires to want the normal things of life. Parnasa, family, etc., etc., etc. So, I, Kodesh Baruch, please help me get them. But, I fully trust in you that you will give them to me when you want to give them to me. And I will wait here. I will wait until you decide to give them to me. Kaveh Hashem, Chazak ve'ametz, ve'kaveh Hashem. So that's the program. It's a sandwich. It's an Amunah Bitochen sandwich. If, you're, if your desires are in, inside your Amunah Bitochen, so you can ask and still be able to have the wherewithal to wait and not get too stressed out and worried. That, that's the goal. That's the goal. It's a real avoda. This is real avoda. But then a person can live besimcha. That's what we want. That's what we want. Most people think it's, I know what I would make me happy. And when God gives that to me, I will be happy. So for a lot of people, they're in pain a lot. They don't have what they want. They walk around not fulfilled. You could do that if you want to. That's your choice. You have a chira. Or a person could walk in fulfilled 100% every single day, still with his desire, still with his tefillahs, still with his eshtadlis. And whatever Kodesh Baruch decides, that's exactly what it is. I don't know. It seems like a great way to live. You could even have that in Avodah Hashem, like uh, with, with, sure. with Nisim was talking about, like, I, I gave up this, I did that, now I'm a, I'm a tzaddik, but why do I still have costs? I don't know if you, if you remember, he said that, like, he's like, oh, now I'm, now I'm a tzaddik, I got to this point, but why am I still miserable? <laughs> you know? Did you get an answer to that? I don't remember exactly. The answer was that, that basically, like, that's also... The answer is that you're not the big tzaddik that you are. You still have to rely on Hashem. Oh, okay. Like... Maybe he shared Tuesday night with uh, with Nisan Black, mm-hmm. music, and he was he was speaking. I was speaking. But yeah, he's uh, yeah he, he works on these avodas all the time. Yeah, we we could we could try to become the you know the we could we could pile on avodas Hashem, pile on avodas Hashem. But if you don't have bitachon, you could still be miserable. You can know you can know shas. You can know you could daven. Seemingly amazing davening, but still be bothered because you're not where you want to be. You put your stylus into your avodas Hashem, and you are where you are. And a lot of cost comes from... A person could be a, could be a big Eved Hashem and be angry that he's not a bigger Eved Hashem. He could be angry that his avodah on cost isn't where he wants it to be. That's because you got to rely. You, every step of the way in Avodah Hashem, we have, we have to still get to really working on Avodah Hashem with Bitachon. Every step of the way is exactly where you're supposed to be. Just put your stylus in and every step of the way is exactly where you're supposed to be. Don't judge yourself where you're holding. You don't know. Only Kodesh Baruch Hu can really decide. So why do you judge yourself? If you're doing your stylus and you want the right things, then it's good. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. You also want to set a hard pipe bar for yourself to set goals for yourself of course but that's that what we have to be careful with is that we set the high bars they are not expectations that that we won't be fulfilled until we get there i mean i kodesh bohu gave me the capacity to get here i'm here so i'm going to work as hard as i can to get there but i know that every step of the way is just another step in the growth process it's hard when a person doesn't feel like he's growing. But we have to, we have to have the, if you have a moon and bitachon set, 
Shtarg, you can use it in any aspect of life. If you really have it set. When you get there, it's not you that got yourself there. Hashem that got you there. It's, it's obviously... Where's you, there? Everyone does their... Shtar, like, so it's Shtarglis and... Right, but... It, it's lots of for you, then you'll get there. So it, it, we have to change the whole mindset again. This is, this is going on for a long time. We have to keep changing it. I, I guess what, what I'm trying to get to is it's good to have goals. It's good to have desires. I mean, but it has to be full of, of the understanding that it, it's still within the realm of the top and everything's within the realm of the top of as to whether or not you'll reach those goals or desires. But, it, but there's nothing... Yes. The way I would... The way I would... I guess I don't know if the word is temperate. The way I would... You can... You can throw everything into it with bitachon. You just have to change a few words. Like I said, a Kaddish Baruch gives gives me everything I have. So even my goals, they're not my goals. These are the goals that I think that a Kaddish Baruch wants me to get to. Right? You put a Kaddish Baruch into it at the beginning. So this goal is, is what I think is the Hashem's Ratzon for me. And I'm going to try to get there. And every step of the way, I will try. And if I don't get there, then maybe Kodesh Baruch didn't want me to have those goals. I mean, I don't, we don't know. When a person says, I'm going to get here, even if Hashem, it could be Gaiva. Right? It could be a little bit of Gaiva. But if you put a Kodesh Baruch into every step of the way, what's the goal? Whatever the goal is, it's with a Kodesh Baruch. Where am I? I'm exactly where Kodesh Baruch wants me to be. And every step of the way, it's just, it's me and a Kodesh Baruch together. So then, every step of the way, I'm with the Kodesh Baruch It's great. I'm going to keep trying to go up. If I fall, I fall with him. And we get back up together, and we continue going together until we get to... It's, it's the second you make that split. It's my goal. That's when you know, all the problems happen. Even in Vodas Hashem. And it's a lot of problems. People don't even realize. But that's how it is. Don't separate from a Kodesh Baruch. The trust is that He's always there. Every second. No? Like, put Him into everything, you will be happy. Uh, we've discussed many times, but I'll just keep saying it again and again. That for, very often for people... It's when things go wrong, now to activate Bitochem. Oh, if the trust of Kodesh Baruch. This thing went really, really bad. Now I trust that Kodesh Baruch is going to help me get out of this. Where, where, where were you with God for the first six months, six hours, whatever the situation is? Why didn't you start the program with him? Why is it only now when the real estate's crashing, now you have to bring Bitochem? What about when you bought the buildings? What about every single day when you have health? It was him. And now when he takes away health, it's not good. But he's still, just like he was there then, he's there now. Why is it only we bring him into the picture when things are bad, when there's a chisar? Bring him in the beginning. Bring him in the beginning of the day, the beginning of the week, the beginning of the year, the beginning of anything you go into your job with. Bring him in the beginning, keep him there in the middle. So if chas something does go, quote-unquote, wrong, he's there with you. you. You never left him. You'll have more strength. That's what Bitochen is. It's, it's, it's a full day process. Every second. Right? The mind changes. Everything starts to change. It's a happy place. It's, this is where we're supposed to be. So he says, again, were they to do so, they would, would be without a doubt far more successful in obtaining their desires. Not that Bitochen equals getting your desires. That's not what it means. Bitochen doesn't mean, I trust the Kodesh Baruch who give me exactly what I want. Again, you have to understand it in the context of the whole Shar Bitochen, that your desires might be less, that when you have Bitochen, you're saying, I want what Hashem wants. And then whatever you, de- whatever you get, that's really what your desire. That's what we want to get to. See, most people say, I want this, now Kodesh Baruch, you fulfill it. The other way is, 
what I have, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me, and I desire what I have. Of course, we also are humans. We also want more things. But think about it this way. Whatever I have, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me, out of love, for my best. Think about that. That must be what I truly desire. In the most purest of desires, if my desire connects with the Kaddish Baruch Hu's desire for me, which is my best, I can't know better than him. I cannot know better than the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So whatever I have right this minute, let's just say right this minute, is what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants me to have. It's what he desires for me, yes? Therefore, I should, if I be Tachan, I would say, wow, what I have right now, it's what I desire. Because what Kaddish Baruch Hu desires. So I have everything. Want what you have. I like to tell this to people. Want what you have. Then you'll have what you want. Okay, you hear that? I'll say it again. Want what you already have. Then you'll have what you want. Now, there, there are programs to them, but, I, but there's other things that are outside of me that I, I also want. Start with this first. Start with appreciating what you have as a Kaddish Baruch desire for you, really, truly working on that avoda, and then you'll see everything on the outside will continue to work. You want me to say that again? I see everybody's writing down this I'm line over here. <laughs> I hope I didn't rip it off anybody. I don't think I did. I thought I, there was another one that I was just saying before the Chabur that I thought I ripped off somebody, but, I, but apparently I couldn't find it anywhere. We were talking, what did I say? Oh, a battle fought is a battle won. So I always thought that there was, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, some kind of statement that people made, but apparently it's not. We may have lost the battle, you know, we don't lose the war or something. We no, won the battle, so what's the, the, the a battle fought is a battle won, meaning who wants you to try. That is winning. Again, we have to change the perspective. We think that just trying is not good enough. But a Kaddish Baruch says, no, trying is what I want you to do. Check. So That's a battle fought is a battle won. That's has to, you have to change the mindset. We'll put out a book at some point. <laughs> yeah. I'll go upon him. I thought I was going to do more than this today. Let's keep going. <laughs> I usually get stuck in a few lines. It's hard to get out. It's good. I'm happy. Okay. And he brings a positive. I'm not going to read the line again. I'm going to go back to it. As he brings a positive from Mishlei, in reference to Torah, it says, it says, length of days, and it's right, you know, the Pasuk, Orich Yomim Bimina Bismala Osher Vachavod. Right? The Pasuk says, length of days is in its right, in its left are riches and honor. So you could say it's talking about Torah, you could say it's talking also about almost life in general, the right side versus the left side, right? Even riches and honor, the Kedusha, the Kedusha, Kaddish Baruch right? People have riches and honor and they're good people, right? There are honorable people, but that comes from something called the left side. It's, I'm not going to get into the Hasidus now, um, but okay, and as it says in, in Divrei Yamim, and wealth and honor are from you. We say that every single day. Right? We're always asking for the money, but we have to remember. Wealth, honor, milfanecha before you. What are the next two words? A few words? Moshe Bakol. And you run everything. 
Let's get clear. Meaning, Kaddish Baruch you gave me money. I have wealth. And you gave me covet, And I have honor. But Be'emes, it's Milfanecha, Va'ata Moshe Bako. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm like nervous. You know, you gave me all these things and I could make a mistake thinking that it's me. No, no, no. Kaddish Baruch it's you, it's you, it's you. That's why the king has to carry a little Torah with him. Right? Parashat Shoftim. A king has to have two Torahs. One has to be always in his arm. He has to always be carrying it with him to always remember, Mr. King, it's not just you. This is the king above you. Right? So the truest king is the biggest Anuf. David Melech. He was the biggest king we ever had, but he was the biggest Anuf. Because his honor and everything he had, which he was great, was only because he believed this Melfanecha. That's the true honor. That's, that's what it means to be truly honorable. Okay. Let's go weiter. Among those who seek wealth, right? If you're seeking wealth, you're already off. Right? Hishtalas is not about seeking wealth. Hishtadas is, is about seeking what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants from you. Right? The wealth is on him. Ha'ushav ha'kavod, melvanecha. Right? That was a different way to explain it. Before we said ha'ushav ha'kavod, melvanecha means I have honor and I have covered, uh, money and honor, but it's from you, a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But you could have a person who doesn't have money, doesn't have honor, and he's saying, Kaddish Baruch it's all on you. I'm going to do my thing. You want me to become an accountant? You want me to be a doctor and be a lawyer? You want me to be a, an artist? This... That's what you want from me? I'm going to do that? And the money's on you. So we don't seek wealth. We seek, we seek parnasa, maybe we call it. I wouldn't call that wealth. Hishtadlis, right? Not wealth. Right? Mavakshe moment, taivas moment. It's a different Indian. Among those who seek wealth, there are those who obtain all of their desires through one of the various means of obtaining a livelihood that we mentioned above. While there are others who obtain their desires through inheritance or the like, some money just came from Shemaim, down to this person's bank account. That person thinks that it is the means of livelihood or the inheritance that made him wealthy. And without them, he would not have obtained any money at all. He praises the means and not the cause, God. Be very, very careful. Very, very careful. Of course, you, we've, and we've discussed, of course you could thank those who helped you, but never to rely on them and never to believe that they were the ones who were the source of everything. It's, it's, it's training our mind and it's very important, I think, as much as you can, and we've discussed this in the past, past, is to start speaking the language of Amun Abitachim. Okay, you might not want to do it to your coworkers or to your boss because it's a little bit weird, but it, you have to try to speak the language. To those, you know, it, it's a small group, but let's say, let's say a person, I'll just throw it out, a person would say, oh, that was, that was a great cheer you just said. I would say back to those who understand, that's not how we say it. That was a great cheer that a Kaddish Baruch Hu put in your mouth to say. That's how I would. That's how I would take the great cheer you said. I'm thinking like, what, 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 what? I didn't say anything. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So we have to, you know, just like you have to frame. You know, your kid comes and says, "I need food." You say, "Shefala, Tati, mommy, can I please have food?" Right? We have to reframe. We have to model. Is that the word model? Is a model, whatever. Yeah, you model. You, have to, you tell them what to say. So you would also have to do it with ourselves, with our family. Model language of emunibitachem. It goes a long way. Bring him into the language. Because even if you have it in your mind, 
And often we don't, meaning it's in the subconscious, it's not in the conscious, Debor brings it to the conscious. It's a very important avoda to speak the language of Amunah, which is really just bringing Kaddish Baruch Hu into it. But not just Amir Tzashem, Baruch Hashem, Bezer Tzashem, Bechaz Hashem. It's good, but that's like a little bit old. We need more openness, more emotion. Get, get the words out properly. Very, very important. Okay. Let's do, let's do one more. Let's do a little bit more over here, and then we'll, uh, we'll finish off with a little bit of uh, Rosh Hashanah. 143. So, thinking ahead, he says, it is God who causes the means of livelihood to be available to the person. And he is the one who causes the person to be successful when engaging in those means. Let's get that into our head. The author will now illustrate the folly of a person who places importance on his means, thinking that excessive toil or the use of unethical means will help him earn a living, when in truth he would have earned exactly what he was supposed to in an easier manner. Also, it's talking about a person who feels the stress, I think. Right? That, 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 those words are not from, from the Chavos of Abbas. This is the Kahas bringing it in, which is excellent, the way they, they bring us in. But you can also say it in a little bit of a different way, that <clears throat> it's talking about a person we said is very stressed out because he feels the responsibility of others on his shoulders. And it could be any type of stress from feeling this responsibility of Parnassus just for you, you and your wife, you and your one kid, two kids, three kids. It could even be more with the more people that are involved in your life. So what would happen to a person? who's living his life, looking for Parnassah, he's doing Yishtadahs, but from that place of stress. Listen to what can happen. This man is similar to a person traveling in the desert who becomes dehydrated. And finds bitter water in a well. And he greatly rejoices at finding the water. And quenches his thirst with it. He's filled up now. Baruch Hashem. He was, he was not doing well. He finds his water bitter. Not, not enjoyable. But no. Water. However, as he journeys a little further. He finds a spring that is flowing with sweet water. He is distressed. That he previously drank the bitter water. And quenched his thirst with it. If someone he trusts had told him that he would find, later find sweet water, he would certainly not have put himself through the pain of drinking the bitter water. Now, I'm not, we're not talking about life and death situations here. Right? He, he could have gone on a little bit longer. Similarly, the wealthy person whose wealth reached him through a particular means that involved much toil, stress, Worry, anxiety, staying up late hours. He, he, he got it. At the end of the day, he got the money. But were he to have stopped himself from engaging in that particular means, he would have managed to obtain his wealth through different, easier means, as explained earlier. Not easy. Not easy. And each situation, of course, is different. That's a very cloliastic muscle. But the stress of a person, it comes out. When you put stress in a system, any system, go put it into a mechanical system, Something rattles, right? If you put too much stress on any system, right? The pieces inside rattle. Sometimes extra smoke comes out, fires start, right? A system is built with a certain ability to handle some amount of pressure. But if you put too much in, it's going to start poking holes in other places. 
So this person had a certain amount of pressure on him. He didn't have the bitachon to... His, his system was, was a little bit narrow, right? Bitachon opens up the system to be able to handle more pressure. But if you have a, a narrow system, a tzimtzum, which is usually selfish, selfish systems get very, very narrow. Selfless systems get very, very big. That's, that's the chiddush. Selfish, gaiva, very, very small. Selfless, anava, bitachon, very, very wide. So when, when, when you don't have enough room in the system for the pressure, you start making rash decisions. You start drinking bitter water when you could have just waited, but you, don't, you can't have savlamas. I can't wait. I need, to get, I, need, I need the money. You're stressed. You're worried. Or you do things that you don't want to do, or you stay up too late hours, and people sometimes get sick, sometimes people hurt themselves, people make this bad decisions, they burn people. Holes from that pressure that came in, you weren't able to handle it. You burn this person, you did something you shouldn't have done. You stayed up too late. You got sick. That's those are holes in the system. The difficult word that he gauged in to obtain his wealth is the equivalent of the bitter waters in the parable. Were he to have realized that he could become wealthy through a different, easier means of obtaining wealth, the sweet water in the parable, he would have never engaged in all that hard work. The author continues by qu- quoting a verse that supports his idea: "Kamash Amar ki ein Hashem matzur lo berav o As it says in Shmuel. For with the Lord there is no limitation to save with many or with few. Since it is God who is the, truest, the true source of his success, there is no reason for him to specifically choose a difficult occupation, thinking that it will cause him to be more successful. Let me choose this, the profession that makes the amount of dollars that I need to live the way that I want to live. You could do that, but you're selling yourself to bitter waters. Hashem, who is unlimited, can provide a person with wealth through an easier avenue as well. After Kaddish Baruch who knows our true desires, and we have to start believing that he knows our true desires and start living with that. So it's coming Rosh Hashanah next week, so we're not going to have Chabura. So we're going to give a little Hadam a few minutes right now, so it'll be, you'll think about it on Rosh Hashanah, it'll be the Chabura then. So it comes Rosh Hashanah, it's a very interesting thing, it's Yom Adin, it's a scary day. It's Yom Pachar, Yom Oyum, Noir, Nusam Tokef, the chauffeur's blowing, this Pesukim that there's a certain fear when the shofar blows. On the other hand, though, you have psukim, or on the other hand, chazal say, first halachas of Rosh Hashanah, almost the first halachas, you know what the, the Torah brings down? brings down from a medrash. So on Rosh Hashanah, you get a haircut. Take a bath. We wear white clothing. Why? Usually when a person is going to judgment and din and he's scared, he wears black. He looks disheveled. He's nervous. Says, says the Balturim, says the Balturim, it is, but says the tour from Medrash, I looked up the Medrash, I couldn't find exactly what he was saying, but the tour says, because Anu Batuchem, we trust in a Kaddish Baruch's judgment. Makes it sound like we believe that it's, it's all going to be good, exactly the way that a person wants it to be. But the understanding is, is like we're learning here, we trust in a Kaddish Baruch's judgment. Whatever way it's supposed to go down, he's the king. And if it means we need a little bit of uh, we need a little bit of help next year with a little bit of a, a kick maybe and a little bit of a push, we believe that that's, that's we trust that that's what we need. Because if we want to be the best version of ourselves, and he's the king, and he knows what's good for us, whatever comes our way is the best for us. Of course, we have to daven zacharin l'chaim elachavitz b'chaim. We want life. It's serious. It's serious. But it's not 
it's not like a pacha, like a like a like you have to be so scared. Uh, there's a little bit of that maybe in Rosh Hashanah, but the overwhelming majority of Rosh Hashanah is a time of bitachon. If a person is bitachon, the king, we get to be with with the one who judges us, Latov, who loves us, and like I always say, look back at last year. Last year's Rosh Hashanah. And look at the whole year this year. How to fare? Pretty good. So that builds our trust in the Kodesh Baruch for another year of judgment. Of course we have to try. Of course we do tshuva. Of course. But there's nothing to be like so nervous about. There's a simcha on Rosh Hashanah. Pasuk says, V'yomer Nechemia, Nechemia and Ezra and Nechemia, right? They were in Yerushalayim. They brought the people back from Bovil. They were trying to bring them to tshuva and build the base of Mikdash. And the Levim were there, they were explaining to the people. They were explaining to all the people. This day is a very holy day. It's Rosh Hashanah. First day of the seventh month. It's Rosh Hashanah. Don't be in a velus. Right? This problem that we have in Rosh Hashanah was going, it's been for a long time. Will you look, why, are you, why are you in a velus? Why are you mourning? Stop crying. It's Rosh Hashanah. Now people are, why are people are nervous? Because they, they, they see the, the curses in the Torah. They think that that's what they're going to get in Rosh Hashanah. Ezra Nechemi said, that's not the Mahalach. Yes, that could happen. But the Mahalach in Rosh Hashanah is you come in with, with Bitochen. Vayom Elohim lechu, go. Ochlu ma'ashmanu v'shashu mamtakim v'shilchu manus. Le'inachono. Rosh Hashanah is a day about go eat and go drink. It's an even to have to be besimcha on, on, on Rosh Hashanah. And send it's an interesting lashon. V'shilchu manos le'inachano. Send presents to people who didn't prepare them. When you're so scared about din, you're you're, you're super conscious about yourself. I, I better daven the best. I better make sure that I'm there on time. I better make sure that I have the best seat. I better I better I me me because it's about my judgment. Says in Nehemiah, why do you spend time giving presents and giving food to people who don't have? Kodesh Baruch wants you to be selfless, not selfish. We discussed last week that the person who who's the honorable who's the truly honorable person, Mechabed is Abrius, right? He brings up from the pasuk, who those who honor me, I honor them. Pasuk in Shmuel, and the mission of Perkei was, was talking about honoring other people. So you want to honor a Kaddish Baruch, you want to be Mamlech the King, honor other people. Spend time in Rosh Hashanah thinking about another person. Bring them manos. It's like Mamish Meshloch manos. This is a very holy day by the king. Not a day of, of being so nervous. Don't be depressed. It's a pasuk. This is Ezra Nechemia. Just reading the words. You probably heard that pasuk before. The simcha that you have in the Kaddish Baruch that's your strength. People want to be the victim. Oh my, what's going to be with me? I'm, I, I can't, I'm nervous. They think that's the way to go into Rosh Hashanah. Ezra Nechem is saying, no, no, it's the complete opposite. Go in with simcha. Go in with trust. Right? Bitachon brings a person to simcha. That's what we discussed in the Hagdama to, to Shah Bitachon. If you don't have bitachon, it's hard to be besimcha. Because if you think you're going to get whacked by Kodesh Baruch on Yom Adin, what am, how, how are you besimcha? So Ezra Nechem, you're saying, have bitachon to Kodesh Baruch he, he'll take care of you. It's a judgment. It's serious. There's no question. It's not a day to, to fress. It's not Purim, Mamish. It's a serious day, but go in with serious bitachon. And then that simcha that you will have as a result will be your strength. 
That's what we say last night. That's what we're saying by, by all the slichas. Ki harabim anu batuchem. On your great mercy, Kaddish Baruch we trust. Whatever that means. I'm not going to define, Kaddish Baruch what your mercy is. You'll define that. But I know you're merciful. I know. And I trust in that. However it comes out, however you decide. And on Kaddish Baruch on your tzidkos, we rely. I think this is, I think a person who has, who has been working on Pitachan goes into Rosh Hashanah, a totally different person than a person who doesn't have Pitachan. When you go in with Pitachan, you go in strong. Not that you know what's going to happen, but you know what's going to happen. Meaning, you don't know exactly how it's going to go down, but you know it's going to be for your best. You know it's going to be exactly the way Kaddish Baruch wants it, nothing to worry about. If you don't go in with Pitachan, you have no idea. It's like one big suffix. It's one big suffix. That doesn't mean we're not supposed to take the day seriously. And then the Rizal says, there is an inning to cry out of seriousness, but not out of, of, of a pacha necessarily. It's about a leif nishbar. It's about, there really is a king. And I want to be connected to that king. That's our man, the Chakadosh Baruch.